This is exactly right. It's 1943 in the Kingdom of Bulgaria. As the Second World War rages, King Boris dies suddenly and every nation is a suspect. The Butterfly King premieres March the 21st on Exactly Right. It's a cruel tale of a doomed royal dynasty. Somewhere, the truth is out there. Listen to The Butterfly King on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. while Elvis finishes being in the litter box? No, let's power through it. <laughs> Are we already recording? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then, then we have to. Okay. And starting. Hi. <laughs> Hi. 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 Welcome to a Minnesota of My Favorite Murderer. Elvis is down in the litter box, <laughs> and we're ready to now present you with your own hometown murder stories. Yeah, we do this because you guys send in so, so many good ones. So, 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 so many. And then so, so, so many, so, so ones. <laughs> <laughs> and so, 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 so many, so, so ones. Yeah. So I, I just repeated your joke. Um, so, should we read a, okay, you want to go foist? Sure. Read me a, read me a hometowny. Here's, um, my first pick the subject line it's from Gretchen and it just says literally just tractors also a serial killer (laughs) Gretchen you piqued my interest I was like what the hell's going on is she really only going to talk about tractors let's find out because I didn't I just made sure it was short I didn't actually read it hey ladies I'm from a small town in southeastern Michigan called Tecumseh I imagine that's after the famous Native American. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's really not much going on here, mostly just tractors and cornfields. The biggest t- crime story in the last 10 years was probably a married couple receiving jail time for their overdue library books. That's not true, Gretchen. I bet it is. Think so? Yeah. Oh, then I'm fucked. Are you, do you have overdue library books? Well, not right now, but when I was I probably like 10, I checked out all the Encyclopedia Browns at Petaluma Public Library and then didn't return them and then put them in my closet. Like, couldn't deal Forgot with them. Forgot about them, yeah. Put them, no, I knew that oh. I had them, but I put them in the far back corner of the closet like, a, like the dirtiest of all secrets. They don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, sure my mom just found them one day and brought them back, but... Because you don't know what happened to them? It was one of my earliest quote-unquote problems yeah. that like kept me up at night oh my god that sounds like a babysitter's club book it sounds like an encyclopedia <laughs> brown book yes it's a book about how do you solve that problem oh man the anxiety have around not turning in a library book on time. <sighs> and also it's just so reflective of how i solve problems which is just don't do it <laughs> bury it run away move out of town all right However, this is back to Gretchen's email. However, uh, when I was just a wee murderino, oh, the idea of that so love cute. you. That is so cute. <laughs> just a five-year-old obsessed with murder. Aww. And I was checking out my hometown to see if anything weird had ever happened happened here i found this 1960 serial killer henry lee lucas murdered his alcoholic abusive mother in my hometown after an apparent argument he is one of the kings of serial killers this is this is like having royalty in in the worst possible way that that name alone gives me fucking 
shivers. He's bad news. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he was born in Virginia, but after spending his teen years in and out of jail for raping his half-brother and dead animals, fucking psycho in parentheses, he was released and came to find dear old mom. Oh, dear. He was sentenced to 20 to 40 years for her death, but after multiple suicide attempts in prison, he was released to a mental hospital and then paroled in 1970 after only 10 years. Bye! Then, he then went on to attempt... A kidnapping for which he received another five years, and when he was released, he took one of his prison friends and went on an apparent cross-country murder spree, making taking his love interest with them as well. It sounds like the Britney Spears movie where they do a cross-country... <laughs> a walk to remember? <laughs> no, that's about a cancer, a girl with cancer. Oh. Many oh, more, I think. The, uh... The Fault in Our Stars? No. That's no, about the girl with cancer that goes to the end break. Um... Uh, there's so many people screaming the title of that movie. I know. Right Britney now. Spears, not yet. Crossroads. Crossroads! Ah, Steven was one of them. And of course he knew it. I love it. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> you gotta love Crossroads. Did yeah. you see Crossroads in the theater? No, I watched it recently. <laughs> oh. Oh, in your adult life? It was for work. It, oh, sure it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You work as a pedophile? Um. Oh my God, I'm Steven. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't say the news. You only said that because of his mustache. Just pick on Steven. <laughs> Keeping it all in. <laughs> Suddenly, Karen and Georgia got real mean to Steven. I, I it's know. fun to be mean to Steven. No, it isn't. Um, okay. He went, uh, uh. Once this lunatic was arrested again in 1983 for possession of a deadly weapon, he confessed to hundreds of murders. What? Over 600. No. I'm pretty sure Henry Lee Lucas... Isn't Otis Tool and Henry Lee Lucas, aren't they the... Yeah. Yeah. All right, anyway. We, these are... They're like big hitters that we should probably cover at some point. I don't know. I like that we don't do the like the ones that everyone does. Oh, that's... Like, that's last cut. podcast on the left did a legit good one about that. I know. Like, wait, we don't need to do that. Yeah, we can't. We let them do all that yeah. work. It's called the research. It's a lot of work. And I'm not interested. <laughs> uh, though only three of these murders can be confirmed of the 600 he admitted to. One of them was his mother. So I guess that makes my hometown pretty special. Mm-hmm. George W. Bush sentenced him to life in prison in Texas, and he passed away on March 12, 2001. Good riddance. Love you, ladies. Love the podcast. Give Elvis a cookie for me. Stay sexy. Don't get murdered. Gretchen. Girl. Girl. It's funny that it took George W. Bush to like fucking get like to keep this guy in prison. See, it's he like, did some good stuff. Yeah, you're always pissed about like the people he he put in prison who weren't supposed to be there or too long, and then you're like, yeah, but this guy fucking deserved it. Or you just laugh at him because of those speeches. We saw. I saw a super cut of some of his worst speech moments Amazing. a couple weeks ago at work. It was hilariously terrible. Ugh. He just did not have the gift. No, not at all. Good painter though. Great painter. <laughs> Should have stuck right. with that. What do you have? All right. Well, I, mine is a double. So I'm, it's kind of long. Okay. So get in here. Okay. But it's funny. <laughs> Dig in. Dig in here. All get right. comfy. So this is from Brendan. Brendan B. His photo is very sassy in his mm-hmm. email. It says, hi, Georgia. Because he sent it just to my email address. I don't know why. My friends and I are big fans of your podcast. Listen at work. Blah, blah, blah. My best friend told me I had to email you. At first, I thought, like, I have nothing to say. Then I remembered back in 2006, I had one of the most weird weeks of my life. It's a story I've told over drinks a lot, um, but I love to stretch it out. Let's see here. 
I'm like that, Brendan. I'm the same way. Please. If I have a story that would take a normal person three minutes to tell, it'll take me 15. And people will love it. And you just dress it up and you flourish and you add yeah, shit. Yeah, and you and pause. This is why we're just, podcasters. You pause. <laughs> you, you, you just... You maintain attention for as long as humanly possible. You're a fucking storyteller, man. Yeah, that's right. It's good. All right. Okay. So when I was hiking with a boy I liked and... Oh, sorry, two stories. One where I was hiking with a boy I liked and one in my actual backyard. At the time, I was living in Hawthorne, New Jersey, very close to the cookie factory. I don't mm. know what that means. Um, Elvis. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Story number one. It was probably around summertime and I was still a smoker, so this was a long time ago, as I can't remember the last time I bought cigarettes. This guy who I had a huge crush on, who now in retrospect probably only wanted to be just good friends, was kind of a sporty guy. He liked to hike and rock climb and other such stuff, like you do when you're obsessed with someone. You pretend like you like those things too. <laughs> yep. That's right. Oh, that sounds like a... I would never... That sounds like a nightmare, dating a sporty person. Mm, I had lived through it for five years. Shut up. I married it. I pretended I liked camping for five years. Oh, Karen! It was hard. You sacrificed yourself. I, the first time I told my sister and Adrian I was going camping, Adrian just fucking turned on me like a viper and goes, <gasps> Camping? Are you kidding me? Camping? Yeah. They knew. They knew you were trying to be someone you're not. It happens. It happens. Um, this is from my podcast, Divorce Corner. <laughs> Guys, find someone with similar things to yes, you. Don't ever pretend, especially camping, because then you're out in the dirt. But you know what's annoying about like hiking and 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 like biking and camping and all this outdoor shit is like you feel like you're supposed to be doing that. Like That's that right. feels like they're vegan. You're like, yeah, I, I should be vegan too. I've always wanted to like knew I should go vegan. I know I should hike more and exercise more. But like, if you're not that fucking person, you're not that person. Also, we're like. I'm sorry, but I will watch. I will watch 25 movies in a row. It's what I love. Yeah. I want to talk about it. I want to make them. I want to watch them. Some dick who walks uphill in boots isn't fucking better than you because of that. <laughs> you know who do you think you are, campy fucking dick? <laughs> Sleep on the fucking ground. You know that there's room service in hotels and no snakes and no no snakes. Not one snake in a hotels. Pool. Just like. <laughs> Last time I went camping, I like slept on a yoga mat in a fucking oh, sleeping bag. It's Ugh. rough. It's rough. Why stuff. would you? Don't do that. Who are you trying to prove? Your boyfriend. To? The yeah. guy you don't really are that into. All right. Da 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 da. New Jersey. <clears throat> Let's see here. We got lost. Sorry, Brendan. I'll let you tell the story yourself. He asked me to go hiking with him one morning, and I remember I had to borrow my friend's Timberland boots, so mm -hmm. that it looked like I knew the proper footwear to wear. Oh, bad start. <laughs> one guy tried to take me um, hiking once on a date, and I was like, and I got there in my whole like get up, and I and then I, we walked and we passed a bar, and I was like, let's go drink, and <laughs> made him go drink with Did me. Did it work? Uh huh. Oh, thank God. It's great. We had a pretzel and we drank. Fun. Because I can't. No way. Let's see here. We were hiking for what seemed like hours. And truth be told, I think I was this just there so occasionally we could mess around and make out. At one point, we were scaling over a very large boulder in the middle of the woods. And when we came down there, underneath was a radius bone. Oh. I don't say this like I'm a smarty pants who memorizes bones in the human body. But I do remember in high school, just like everyone else in, in science class, we had a life-size skeleton that we would use to learn the different bones of the body. I remember that the radius bone is the bone that connects the wrist to the elbow. It's not exactly something you expect to see in the middle of the woods, but it's also unmistakable. 
At first, it went through the motions of, this is not real, this can't be happening. But it dawned on us more and more that this is exactly what was happening. We were several miles in the woods, technically the middle of nowhere, and after a little digging, noticed that indeed we were standing on the remains of a decomposed body. Oh, shit! It was so decomposed, there, was re- there wasn't really even a smell. And I may just note, and may I just note that it was not easy getting here to this place we were. I had to physically push myself to get there, but mostly I did it because I was trying to impress him as we scaled rocks and jumped around the forest like guys do. Guys who like to mess around with guys who are kind of sporty. (laughs) Brendan, we get it. Brendan, love you. (laughs) This guy's probably fun to hang out with. He is the best. Yeah. The rest of the story... He's flourishing. That's why we know he's one of us. I bet he's not dating a fucking sporty guy anymore. The rest of the story is kind of a blur, even though it took the rest of the night. Neither of us had a cell phone, and we knew that it would probably be difficult to find our way back here. At first, we considered leaving and just pretending like we had not discovered this body. (laughs) Always an an option. (laughs) Sure. But the idea... Honestly, is something I knew I would haunt me for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I can't help myself. I have to do the right thing. Eventually, what we did, eventually, what we did was he left me there with the skeleton and he found his way back to his car and he called the police. Fuck. That had to be a rock, paper, scissors moment, right? Yeah. Who gets you, to go back to the car? And who gets to stay with the skeleton? Ooh, you're holding the skeleton's hand. Oh, oh. That's so sad. Sorry. Um, an hour or two later, he came back with the police, and we were questioned and fingerprinted. They said that somebody would be coming out to talk to us again about the situation, but for now, please try not to tell many people. It was honestly one of the most bizarre nights I've ever experienced. So why don't you go, and then I'll tell you story number two of his. Wait, we don't find out who the person was, or that, like, if... No, he ends it at the end, but no, I'm sorry. You okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I get it. Of course, Brendan's going to write a two-parter. Oh, yeah. Brendan is so Brendan. Brendan is like us. Brendan needs a podcast (laughs) about dating with dudes that he didn't want to date. Well, this, my uh, next one is from someone named Rebecca, and the subject line is, leave well enough alone, asshat. Uh, Hi, (laughs) ladies. Of course we're going to read that. (laughs) Of course. Here's a hometown murder for you. I entitled this hometown murder, You Couldn't Leave Well Enough Alone, Could You? (laughs) Awesome. So I am from a town in Illinois, and then in the 90s, there was a horrible murder here. Mark Winger called 911 one day after finding a man beating his wife to death with a hammer in his kitchen and shooting the man to death. Oh, my God. During the 911 call, Mark says that his baby daughter is crying, and he will call back. That's not what you do. We Yeah, we know that now this stinks no, to high heaven. No, she was fucking him. He killed them both. Uh, when the police arrive, <laughs> oops! When the police arrive, both his wife and Roger, the man in the kitchen, were barely alive and were taken to the hospital, where they both later died. Before the paramedics came in, however, a police officer snapped a picture of the scene. Mark Winger was hailed as a hero, and the community rallied around him. It turned out that Roger Harrington had driven Mark's wife, Donna, and baby daughter home from the airport during the drive. Donna reported that Roger drove erratically and kept talking about hearing voices. After she got home, Mark called the company and complained about Roger. So for the next few years, freaking Mark Winger kept showing up at the police station asking questions about the murder. It was suspicious enough that the original detectives looked up the case file again. In it, they saw the picture that one officer had that one officer had taken at the scene. They realized there was no way that Mark's story was not possible uh, there was no way that Mark's story um, was not possible, but I think she means possible, mm-hmm. because the bodies were pointing 
pointed in the wrong direction. In addition, a woman Mark had dated at the time, secretly, came forward and said that Mark had talked about killing his wife with her. What? So Mark went to prison. While there, he tried to hire a convict to to kill this woman, his girl, ex-girlfriend. And so he was transferred to a supermax. Springfield and the surrounding area has a lot of good murder stories. Maybe I'll send some more some other time. Stay sexy, ladies. Bex. Fuck, man. Wow. I thought that was going to be... There's one where when the woman's dying, she, in her blood, paints the initials of the killer on the wall. No. Yeah, I don't remember... This one... I saw this, like, a dateline of this one, too, where it's like, they thought it... This, like... It's like a... You know when you have a crazy Uber driver and you're like, drop me off a couple stores down? Yes. It's like that. And so, sorry, that was his, Mark's story to the cops, that it was the crazy driver? Yeah, I think he was trying to pin it on him. Right. But then it turned out that he just killed his wife and the guy that was there. Totally. I wonder who the guy was. I wonder if they were having an affair. I'm going to go ahead and look all that stuff up. Do it. Um, Not right now, because I'm about to read you part two of Brendan's email. (laughs) Georgia, is there anything scarier than trying to log into an account and it tells you that your password is incorrect? And then you try again and it's the same thing. And after a few more failed attempts, big red letters appear saying you've been locked out and your account is suspended. That happens to me all the time, Karen. But scary password stories can have happy endings if you give 1Password a try. 1Password is a user-friendly password management system. It's trusted by consumers, families, small businesses, and large-scale enterprises. If you're tired of being the family member everyone texts for a streaming login or the unofficial keeper of all those shared work credentials, it's time for you to pass the torch to 1Password. They allow for secure login sharing. With 1Password, you can securely store more than just passwords, autofill everything from usernames to payments payment details, and personal info. They'll also notify you about potential data breaches. 1Password saves everyone time. And in many cases, that save time equals money saved. The accounting department will thank you. Don't just listen to us. I mean, you should, but don't just do that. The Associated Press uses 1Password to secure their sensitive information in high-risk areas. Right now, our listeners can get a two-week free trial at onepasswordcom MFM. That's two free weeks at one, as in the number one, password.com onepassword.com slash mfm goodbye story number two (laughs) so it's the same week (laughs) now Um, i'm going out with a football captain (laughs) god it sucks (laughs) a murder occurred literally in my backyard Mm -hmm. i had a nice little apartment that had a nice little backyard both of my cats were indoor cats and i remember vividly that time one of them got out and went exploring for an entire weekend oh my god i feel your pain that's the worst (laughs) i searched high and low for two days trying to find him and didn't even sleep eventually he came back on his own as they say cats always do during this time a murder occurred in the house directly behind my apartment i only know this because when i was out looking for my cat neighbors i've never met before asked me if i knew anything about the murder first i had no idea what they were talking about until i saw the police pull up and yellow tape went all around the property behind my house meanwhile i'm still out looking for my cat and to be perfectly honest with you i was feeling almost hysterical as i was so afraid that he might get hurt or in a fight with a dog or hit by a car i get it i walked around fucking shitty echo park at midnight crying one night looking for Elvis because Elvis got out Elvis got out some fucking dude in like a low rider pulled up and was like do you need a ride and I was crying and I was like I can't find my cat and he was like okay bye <laughs> like, I was gonna kill you but uh, this is really depressing or I thought you were hot but now you're crying and yeah. I don't want to deal with you he, yeah he really drove away <laughs> um, okay at one point I found myself in the backyard where some of the property from the other house where the murder took place was in the backyard 
I saw a couch covered in blood. Ooh. Later, I would read in the paper some of the details about the murder that took place in the middle of the night while I was fast asleep, not 20 feet away. Eventually, the police came to question all the neighbors and me. I guess names are linked in the database on a computer somewhere because when the police came to talk to me in my kitchen, they brought up the body that I had found in the woods two days prior. <gasps> oh, that's right. <laughs> yes. I've never been in a situation like this and honestly could see how it all looked shady and shifting. <laughs> Start asking yourself, what are the chances of this being possible Two bodies, two murders, the same week. I'm I'm never a guilty feeling person, but I admit that I did start to sweat at the kitchen table. Yeah, you better. I must have smoked a pack of cigarettes while this police <laughs> officer interrogated me. I felt so bad that all I could say was, no, I don't know. I have no information. I'm sorry. I'm useless. Which really was the truth. Nothing further ever came from either of the stories, and the police never doubled back to get another statement from me, but I'll never forget the week in the summer of 2006 that for one moment I got to feel what it's like to possibly be a criminal shit to have someone second guess you and question your whereabouts to feel that unmistakable humorous chuckle in me trying to suppress itself while a very stern police officer keeps asking you <laughs> where were you how do you know that yeah how did this happen maybe you could use this story I'd be happy to work on it love <laughs> your show you're too bad. You don't get to work on it. Brendan, you worked hard enough yeah, by going the, through it. We don't want the work done story. We want the fucking, we want the vomitous like, want, train the, of thought. The raw feed yes. from your brain. Yes. That's, that would be so scary because then you start bodies. acting suspicious yes. knowing how suspicious you look. It's like when you think someone thinks that you're stealing something from a store. So you tr like put your arms in the air and walk around with your arms in the air. I'm not stealing anything. Yes. As you do. And your purse is filled with bananas and stuff. <laughs> it's just bananas. You just love bananas. They don't sell bananas there. You can't afford bananas. It's just Banana Republic. And they're like, why are you stealing bananas? <laughs> That's we don't sell bananas yeah. here. Well, I don't like any of your well, clothes. Well, I stole these bananas <laughs> from someone else. Elsewhere. Elsewhere. And I'm, you're dropping them off here because you're a banana republic. This is Nonsensical Corner with Karen. <laughs> that was, those were all wonderful. Yeah, I, I wish we could this. read 60 at a time. We're, just, get, we're getting through them as quick as we can. We should just do a daily mini-sode. Yes, we really Can should. Can you imagine People how much time? People wouldn't get sick of that No, all. and nope. we wouldn't go out our fucking minds. No. No. Someday. We'll anyway, get keep them coming, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite murder at gmail.com. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Uh, good rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, please. <laughs> on I, I, iTunes? On iTunes. It's a different, it's not iTunes, it's I, iTunes. And um, thanks for listening. Have and, oh, and I was just going to say stay sexy. Well, I was going to say don't get murdered. Bye. Bye. I almost want a cookie. Want a mini cookie? <laughs> That's a yes. <laughs>